T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. In the driving jam time. The Philippines win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Come back pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Downtown St. Louis is abuzz with excitement as the Cardinals take on the Pirates today, and it is the final regular season home game for Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina, and maybe Adam Wainwright. He hasn't said one way or the other, but I'm Tom Ackerman. It is an absolute delight to be with you here on KMOX Radio, the home of the Cardinals. We've done a lot of broadcasts here at Bush Stadium underneath just behind home plate next to the umpire's room between the clubhouses. I can't remember one as exciting during the regular season as this. We have had some amazing postseason moments. I can tell you this from what I hear inside the organization, this may be the greatest ticket demand in the history of the franchise maybe even more than World Series games. The final regular season game for Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols, and again, maybe Adam Wainwright, who hasn't said either way. Wainwright starts today. He has a lot to prove today. He's going to want to bring it today and show that he is ready for the postseason. The Cardinals will play next weekend against the Phillies as it stands right now, unless the Brewers can catch him, and if something drastic happens, the Padres fall back. All three are possibilities. As it stands right now, the Cardinals would play the Phillies starting Friday, October 7th, time to be determined, and the Mets would play the Padres. The Braves beat the Mets yesterday to take first place in the NL East. They're up a game on New York, so that would be the other wild card in the National League. It's crazy on that side. On this side, what we're celebrating today, two unbelievable careers. Albert Pujols, 22 seasons in the big leagues, the first 11 with the St. Louis Cardinals, and then, as you know, signed a long-term deal with the Angels, left abruptly in his final year of that contract, went to the Los Angeles Dodgers just up the road, finished the season, and got rejuvenated. Found something in that experience, batting mostly against left-handed pitching, coming off the bench, playing some first base. He waited this offseason, and the Cardinals went and got him. He waited for somebody to call, and it was the St. Louis Cardinals who were most interested, Ollie Marmel, John Mosellock. They made the calls. They made the deal. He hopped on actually a commercial flight to get here for 
spring training to get to Jupiter, joined the team, and made it very clear right out of the gate, the Cardinals and Pools, that this was not a nostalgia tour, that this was another piece to achieve the quest that has eluded them since 2011 when Albert left, winning a world championship. And Albert has lived up to that. He's hit 22 home runs. He has slugged his way into one of the hottest hitters in baseball in the second half of the season. He has 701 home runs, hitting number 701 on Friday night. And he will be celebrated as he plays in his 12th season in St. Louis, 22 overall. And then there's Yachty. Molina, one of the greatest catchers in the history of the game, depending on who you talk to. Reds fans and those who grew up in the 70s will tell you it's Johnny Bench. In the 1960s, 50s, going back to some of the great seasons in the history of this game, and if you grew up on the Hill and you're a lover of baseball and you love the Yankees, you'll say that it's Yogi Berra. If you are and have been around Pudge Rodriguez, perhaps you would lean his way. But if you've been in the National League Central, if you've been in St. Louis, if you've been awake over the last two decades of baseball and you watch, you would say that in your opinion, Yadier Molina is the best to ever do it, and you wouldn't be wrong. In fact, we're going to have a guest coming up at 10.30 who is going to say that very thing, I will bet you, and I will ask him point blank, and that is Tony LaRusso, who once said that Albert Pujols is the greatest player that he's ever managed, and that was in 2003. And later in his career, he did call Yadier Molina the greatest catcher in the history of the game. So we will have Tony coming on live at 1030. We have Ollie Marmel jumping in live in studio here in five minutes. We have the greatest shortstop to ever put on a pair of shoes and hold a glove, and that would be Ozzie Smith. He'll be with us at 11.05. John Mosellock, the president of baseball operations who drafted Yadier Molina and who brought in Albert Pujols not once but twice, will be here on Sports on a Sunday morning as well. And, of course, we'll have five minutes with number five. It is a celebration of the Cardinals from 10 to 12 today. Now, one other thing. If you are not downtown now, you should be. I'll repeat. If you are not downtown for today's game, you should get down here safely but efficiently. This ballpark is absolutely slammed with fans outside right now. I walked up to the ballpark at about 9.25, 9.26 a.m. I put the video out on Twitter. There are lines wrapped around the ballpark to get in here. Gates do not open until 10.45. It's currently 10.11. And this place, this downtown, is buzzing right now. So St. Louis has often been the center of the baseball universe There are days where it's other cities. I think it's safe to say that today is our day. It is a big day in St. Louis and for this franchise that's won 11 world championships, two of them with Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina and in search of a third and 12th overall. And the fans that will not be able to attend the playoffs, those who won't be able to come in or have the opportunity to get a ticket, will be able to say goodbye in person today. There's a ceremony before the game. Make sure that you're in the ballpark very well before with a 115 first pitch. I'd get in there by 1230 for sure in your seats to make sure that you were able to experience everything before this game. 
When we come back, we will be joined by the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, Oliver Marmel. We'll have Tony Larusa at 10.30, Ozzy at 11.05, Mo at 11.30, and Albert at 11.45. It's a heck of a show. Back after this. Sports on a Sunday morning. From the Stiefel Sports Studio at Bush Stadium, I'm Tom Ackerman. On the home of the Cardinals. KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. High fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back to Bush Stadium, and we are joined in studio live by the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, Oliver Marmel, on a festive day here in St. Louis, without a doubt. Can you believe the fans? I know you saw them out there outside the ballpark. It's unbelievable. I've never seen it like this. Um, Driving up to the park today, part of me just wanted to walk around, just take it all in. The, The amount of fans that are out there, just the overall vibe and energy is incredible. It is incredible. I just told you off the air. I, I wish I would have thought of it sooner. Maybe you and I would like get in a cart and just drive around. We can do, still do it. Do this interview. <laughs> a lot of them are listening to us right now out there in line as the gates open at 1045. What would you like to say to them? Man, uh, just super appreciative of uh, everybody this year. The entire year has been incredible. Obviously, we have a lot going on with uh a winning club, but uh, Yachty, Wayno, Albert, everything that's happened this year, it's been incredible, and the, the fan base has been unbelievable. Uh, just the way they've packed this place out, the the energy they've bring every single pitch, it's been uh, it's been fun uh, to put on a show. And now you have postseason ahead of you. When you <laughs> clinch the NL Central, and before you all popped beer and champagne, you talked to your players, and you told them you never made this about you. None yeah. of you did. It was about winning. Yeah, and that's to their credit. It shows a lot about their character and overall culture of that clubhouse because we had a lot going on. You have MVP season by our corner guys. You have Yachty and Wayno chasing 325. You got Albert chasing 700, and at no point did they selfishly make it about themselves. Uh, at every turn, they made it about winning and winning the championship, and uh, it speaks a lot as to who they are. 
They are quite a bunch. You have a great mix. And before we talk about the obvious, the legends that will be honored today, a word or two about your young players because it's the big leagues and you're expected to do well. I mean, you're, you've gotten to this point, but it is not easy. And starting with a player like Brendan Donovan, I, I sometimes have to remind myself that he's a rookie. I, he carries himself like a veteran. You have more than that, of course. But starting with the player that you call Donnie, <laughs> he has been a catalyst for this team, hasn't he? he? He's been incredible. And credit to our minor league system. They've pumped out some really good players and have allowed us to be in the position that we're in right now. Um, Donnie's a key contributor to what we're doing. He really is. Uh you have to remind yourself that he's not a six-year guy or seventh-year guy. Um, just the way he carries himself, the way he takes at bats, just his versatility, uh, just his overall approach to the game is unbelievable. But what I will say about our young guys is they're really good at paying attention to the veteran group and figuring out what this looks like to win. Um, they're super coachable. They they listen well, um, but it's been a fun group for sure. You have Lars Newtbar providing you energy, and you said when I talked to you in San Diego, I said there's something, Lars is getting close. You could see he's getting close. When he hit the home run, that kind of jump-started you once again, didn't mm-hmm. it? And, and But his energy is something that you needed, something that you liked from Harrison Bader, too. You yep. love energy. No no doubt about it. You, you need a couple guys on the club that are that have that vibe to them that are just – Goofy in nature and just bring that energy and keep guys loose and, and can make fun of each other, make fun of himself, and that's lo- uh, that's Newt for sure. Um, he brings that every single day, and uh, we enjoy having him, that's for sure. There's no doubt. Now we're going to celebrate two players, and I've advised people to give the love to Adam too because he's not said one way or the other what he's going to do, but number 50 will start today. We'll get to him in just a moment. But Albert Pujols first. When you made contact with him, and John Mosellock did as well, what was the message both ways from him and for the car- from the Cardinals to him? Yeah, I, I called and I said, how you feeling? Are you in shape? And he, uh, he said, FaceTime me if you need to confirm that I'm in shape. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to contribute, and I'd love to do it back in St. Louis. And I just remember that call. I was out to dinner with my wife. I stepped away and, and took it, and it was, uh, it was a good one. I'm really glad he said yes. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. And he has found a way to get his swing back. It happened in the second half of the season. What do you think it was? Man, I think it was a combination of uh, some some mechanical adjustments that he made. Um, He's made adjustments his entire career. That's what allows him to play still today. But also, um, when he went to the All-Star game, I feel like he was rejuvenated a little bit, just getting the attention and the acknowledgement from the fan base and the players and the young players and just uh, he came back and there was something different about him and uh, he he took off and I'm glad he did. I was wondering if it was the home run derby. KT's throwing him all those pitches. Maybe he just found a found a rhythm. Yeah, I, I am not sure, but he he came back from that All Star weekend and it was it was different. And then Yachty, who had to leave for various reasons, he started out not with you. Yeah. Uh, for personal reasons, he did arrive at spring training, got right to work. He dealt with injury. He had to rehab his knee. He also made another trip to Puerto Rico for personal reasons. He came back, but every time he's come back, he's been Yachty or Molina. He's found it. And in September, the old September Yachty nickname stuck with him. He delivered. He did. And uh, in big moments, that's who you want. You want Yachty. And uh, he stepped into that clubhouse, and everything came together right around that trade deadline right before it. He steps into that clubhouse, and there, it's just 
there's certain guys that walk into the clubhouse and the room's different just because they're in it. Um, he, he's one that has the ability to do that. And people, um, man, they, they found new life with, with him being in that clubhouse and, and everything that was going on. But uh, it's been a... Uh, it's been unbelievable to be here and manage those two guys this year. I'll tell you that. You're a baseball man, so you recognize greatness, and it's not just on the field but off. Can you describe what they're like away from the game, finding an edge, the chatter, but also even when they're at home or, or some of the communication that happens away from this ballpark that gives you an advantage? I mean, they're they're constantly thinking. You, you don't play that long if you're not constantly thinking of how to improve. There's not... I mean, it's just this constant competition of how do I get better, um, whether it's watching other games, just text messages back and forth. But these guys are constantly looking for that next edge of how to improve. And it's um, it's hard to match. It really is. <laughs> yeah, they are really something. And here we are with 701 for Albert. And Yadier Molina is 19 years a Cardinal. Albert, 12 years a Cardinal out of his 22 seasons in the big leagues. And they'll be honored today. It is Remarkable, And then there's Adam Wainwright. Adam has what he's described as a dead arm. Uh, what is the latest in his progression as he's slated to start today? Yeah, we gave him a, a couple days extra of rest leading into this start. Uh, limited his pitch count last time out. And, uh, I mean, some mechanical adjustments that he's working through right now. And our hope is that he goes out there today and shoves. Um, he's excited about the start, I'll tell you that, for, for a lot of reasons. But... Um, our our hope is he goes out there and has a really good outing. And then as you look ahead to the postseason, you'll reveal at some point what your rotation looks like. Some of it may be based on his performance today. Who knows? But you have a lot of depth. I mean, there's you, you've built this to this point where beyond whoever starts those three games, you have other starters, don't you? That's and, correct. And hybrids, I would call them. No doubt. And it's going to be some tough decisions, and that's that's – the beautiful part about this is we do have depth. Um, we have options, but I can easily argue for, I, I mean, you talk about what Q's been doing lately. Um, Monty has been phenomenal for us all year. His last couple starts, not ideal. Yesterday he looked good. You, you can talk about, I mean, Jack, his last couple outings, pretty good as well. Um, Miles has been pretty lights out. His last two outings looked really, really good. And then you talk about Wayno. Um, with anything on the line, you want that guy on the mound. I don't care how his last couple outings look. So there's some tough decisions to be made, and I'm looking forward to it. I know how much you value speed and defense, and you have great speed in Deluzio. You have defense into Young. He struggled at the plate. Uh, I'm not asking you to tell me, you know, what you're going <laughs> to do, but like I just, I'm just curious about how you evaluate all of that in terms of bat and then defense and speed ultimately. Yeah, when, when you're looking at that roster, you, you're trying to figure out, all right, if we're facing a righty, what does it look like? What What's our answer off the bench when they bring in a lefty and, and, and vice versa? And then you look at late in games, how do you want to keep a lead? And you value defense. Um, you value being able to run for for Albert uh, if you need if you need a score run. So, yeah, it'll be some a good conversation whether Delugio and some of these guys are on that roster based on how we construct the whole thing. Tony LaRusso is going to be on with us here in about five minutes or awesome. so on KMOX. Um, what do you think when I say that name? Man, I, I, honestly, I remember uh, sitting in spring training. I was still a player, and um, he was giving a speech to the minor league players, and I'm sitting there listening to him. And the whole time he's speaking, I'm not thinking about it as a player. I'm thinking about, man, I want to I be able to 
do that when at some day I want to have influence over a group of guys. I want to be able to coach and, and instill some of the things that I learned from Tony. So honestly, I, I sat there as a player taking it in already as a coach. And that year I made the transition to coaching, but um, he played a role in, in the overall kind of feel and the way I wanted to, to do certain things. But um, I really enjoyed listening to him speak when I was a player. You, this season is a grind and things fly by, but Will you be proud when you look back on what you've accomplished here in your first season? Not knowing, of course, ultimately what you're going to do. We're we're sitting here at game 162, but what has it been like for you? We want to win the whole thing, bottom line. Um, it, it, it's been a good year. We've accomplished quite a bit uh, individually and collectively as a group. It's been a heck of a lot of fun, I'll tell you that. Uh, we've had a blast in that dugout and in that clubhouse. Um, but at the end of the day, you, you put in all the work in order to be the last team standing. And um, until we do that, yeah, we're going to keep going. How about for you personally, on, on, on your first year as a manager? It, it's, it's been fun. I thought I'd enjoy it, but I'm actually having, having a blast. Um, my family has enjoyed it. I've been able to, to balance the two, and um, that part of it's important to me. But, um, man, it's, it, it's been good to just be honest with the players, with the staff, and, and be myself and know that uh, it plays well up here. I appreciate all of these visits too. Not that we're saying goodbye. We may we may do another, but I'll tell you, it's it's great to have a manager. It does it doesn't really happen uh, in in Major League Baseball, but the Cardinals have been great about it to have the the manager with us in casual conversation, talking ball on a game day. I mean, you're literally going to be out on the field in less than three hours, so. It's much appreciated. It really I, may, I may sit in the stands today. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to get out there and, and see everybody out there, didn't you? I, I really did. Um, it's special out there. It's different. It just feels different. Um, and, and I'll tell you what, the staff and the players definitely appreciate it. I know they do, and I know they all appreciate you. And this is a, a good time to be a St. Louis Cardinal, that's for sure. But as you mentioned, there is work to be done. It is going to be very enjoyable, that's for sure, today, though, to see – all of this unfold right before our eyes. We'll never see a team like this again. Albert Pujols, Yadier Molina saying goodbye in a regular season matchup today. Ollie, thank you so much. No, I appreciate it, Tom. Thank you. Oliver Marmel, Cardinals manager with us on KMOX. This visit with the manager is sponsored by Missouri Division of Tourism. There's a Mo for every MO. Find yours at visitmo.com. Tony LaRussa, the Hall of Famer, is with us next on KMOX. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. High fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly. 
Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back to Bush Stadium, the Stiefel Sports Studio. Tom Ackerman with you on sports on a Sunday morning, the St. Louis tradition. And joining us is the Hall of Fame manager, Tony LaRussa, live on KMOX. We've been on this show many a time. In fact, I've had him in this studio many a time. Spent a lot of time with him at the ballpark. How are you, Tony? I'm doing all right. Thank you. It's good to be with you. I... um. I am so happy to be with you, and I just watched Oliver Marmel leave our studio, but before he did, I asked him to say a word about you, and he said that you were one of the in influences and uh, inspirational people in his life to manage, that after he was around you, he knew what he wanted to do. Well, <laughs> uh, that's, uh, you know, you take a compliment like that anytime, and uh, he certainly is carrying on that tradition there of Cardinals competing and uh, playing in October. So congratulations to him and the team. It's great to hear your voice and to talk to you. I'm bringing you on to talk about two individuals, actually a third who hasn't said one way or the other, whether he's retiring and that's Adam Wainwright. So before we get to the two big boys, let me ask you about number 50. You saw Adam Wainwright as a rookie. He came through in 2006 with one of the biggest pitches in Cardinals history to get Carlos Beltran. Then he did it again to Brandon Inge to win the 2006 World Series. And can you believe it, Tony? Here he is in 2022 starting the game today. Yeah, you know, it's uh, those are the things that you really enjoy is, is going back. And, uh, in fact, I just spent uh, a real nice dinner with Walt Jockety a couple of days ago, you know, and, I just don't think enough people talk about what Walt did when he was here and, and, you know, he was so instrumental. Well, the winter that he made that trade, you know, we were actually, we were talking about uh, how he had to pull that off because John Schultz was insisting that uh, the trade would be made, but it wouldn't include Adam, but he got Adam and he, and uh, it became something we knew he was special, but I remember Dave Stewart had him with the America, team in one of the competitions and he was really impressed he says look is you know when he the more smarter he's very smart he's very talented and he's going to get good and aggressive and he's going to be outstanding and dave had it right yes he did and what a career he's had and his positive influence in particular the second championship season 2011 he was out the entire year tony but he did not let that bring him or his teammates down. What was his influence like in the clubhouse during those times? Yeah, I'd back up a stride only because it's really important, and he's continued it. But uh, there's been this wonderful uh, uh, reality. If a young guy has his head on straight and doesn't have all the answers when he walks in and is willing to learn, you get mentored by the veterans. And when Adam came in, he had the benefit of Chris Carpenter and, uh, you know, Daryl Kyle, and, uh, what kind of, uh, um, Pat Hink and all these great ones. And Adam learned what it meant to be later on the, the leader of the staff. And, and, uh, well, what he did early on in 06 to step in there when Izzy got hurt, um, was a, a, just an amazing clutch performance. If you want to look at what, 
he became in his career. Just look at how unfair it was to make him the closer there at the end of a team that won the championship. But what you're referring to directly was, you know, he got hurt in spring training the first time he threw a live batting practice and was out with surgery. But instead of hiding someplace, he, he kept himself a part of it. He'd come around and, you know, he was always encouraging us. But the most thing that happened at the nights of the cauliflower era when uh, he stood up and he said, look, I know these guys, and they're not going to quit. They're going to make something happen, something to that effect. And sure enough, we did. Sure did. I was the one doing that interview, too. I was holding that microphone when he said that, and I was blown away and still am today thinking about that moment. Tony LaRusso is with us live on KMOX's Sports on a Sunday morning. Adam Wainwright's catcher, Yadier Molina, will be behind the plate today. They've broken the all-time record of Mickey Lolich and Bill Freehan. They continue on. They will be in the postseason uh, and celebrating today, though, their final regular season start together. What can you say about Yadier Molina and the durability what he's been able to accomplish in his career. You once called him the greatest catcher in the history of the game. Well, I, you know, and I said that I, I, I take that back only in the sense that he's tied for first. But I, it, when you say something like that, you really disrespect Carlton Fisk and Johnny Bench and you know, the other great catchers. So uh, he's great. Uh, and he's as great as they are, but he's not, you know, I, I definitely don't like to disrespect. But I think the key to me, and it applies to both of the guys, whether it's a pitcher or the catcher, is longevity. In this game, you reward longevity. That's you know, anybody, you know, it's not it's not easy to be good for a while or great for a while. But if you're great for a long, long time, you got to be really special. And it, uh, the two guys that are going to be competing against those hitters, Adam on the mound and, and Yadi on the plate, are so smart and they work so well together. I I, I think he could almost throw pitching without any signs the whole game, and Yadi would know what was coming, but. They're very smart. They're dedicated to winning, which is, I think, the key to both of them. Everything that's happened with them for the Cardinals has been because they had just wanted to win that game they were playing. And after that comes the uh, the fame and the fortune. But, uh, I, you know, we're, you know, we're going to talk about Albert in a little bit. But what I like the most, and, you know, one of the best compliments that I can remember when I got around there, when you start seeing – Gibson and Brock and 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 uh, you know Stan and Red, all the great ones. You know, Ozzy, it's the tradition of great players being great people. Well, that's what you have with those three guys. That is very well said. The other thing about Yachty, and I'm going to play some of this later this hour because I could play him throwing out runners and making terrific defensive plays. He's one of the best to ever do it. But I think the reason he's going to join you in Cooperstown is that he made himself into a hitter, didn't he? Time after time, clutch hit, big hit, he became an offensive force for you, Tony. Well, I, I, there's no doubt he's going to be a Hall of Famer, and, and his, his defensive abilities are just, you know, 10 in every department. But I can remember we were going to play the Angels in an interleague game, and Mike Sosha told me, the two most feared hitters that we had in a clutch situation was Albert and Yachty. And everybody knew Albert. But Yadier had a way of rising to the occasion. And he also had a good stroke. And I remember early on when he wasn't hitting, I remember that famous uh, time where I didn't pinch hit for him in, in uh, 05, early in the season. I said, what did you think about it? Yeah, I thought about it. But I said, he could go 0 for the rest of the season. He's going to catch. 
And he came into my office as I came in because he watched it on TV. He says, I'm not going to go for the season. <laughs> well, he certainly has not. He, he has really got a good stroke, and he is such a clutch pressure guy that uh, uh, his, you just look at his stats are how much he's hit 300 big RBIs. The bigger the moment, the bigger the out he plays. And he will be adored today in front of this capacity crowd here at Bush Stadium in a ceremony before the game. And right by his side will be his brother, Albert Pujols. They are as close as teammates can be. They are great friends. Albert came into the organization in 1999, drafted in the 13th round in 2001. He made his debut. He made it out of spring training and joined this club. What do you remember about those days? I can remember going in the Instructional League in 1999. You know, that's when they had an organizational meeting, and, and, and you always meet in the morning, and you watch the Instructional League game, and the manager or the, or the direct, not the manager, but the guy who runs the minor Instructional League would say, okay, uh, these are these are the prospects for watch a couple of guys. And they one of the guys they pinpointed was Albert. And then later on I saw him in the Arizona Fall League, uh, and he had that big season at Peoria where he ended up going to AAA. So, I remember him coming to spring training, and we knew that he had a really good future. I, we, I, nobody said he had a great future, but he, you know, it was just uh, bring him to camp. He's gonna go to AAA, you know, the way we always did. We always paired up these young guys with the veterans that work well, like in those days, you know, McGuire, Jimmy Edmonds, those guys, and uh, and he was the best hitter in camp, right there with the best of them, and you know, so he made the team. I can remember well. In fact, we just talked about it there couple of nights ago, Walt said, you, you know, he can break, but you got a couple of weeks. And if he's not playing enough, you know, we're going to send him to AAA. Well, I played the second day of the season. He got three hits and could never get him out of there. He had a consistent swing, but also a consistent approach to baseball, didn't he, Tony? A, a relentless competitor, but also made sure that he was prepared and in a routine. You could not break him from the routine if you tried, I don't think. Yeah, and I think there's sometimes when he wasn't available, people say, well, well, it's because he would come to the park at 2 o'clock and he would have the same thing. You know, he'd look at film, he'd work out in the gym, he'd, he'd get in the cage. I mean, he had it all worked out. So uh, the, the thing about it, I just, we, I mean, I've talked a lot about Albert to my friends over the years, especially lately because he's had such an amazing finale. Albert has never changed in the sense that he, he's looking to get better. Fame and fortune, he's the same guy that he was as a rookie, just smarter. But the key to Albert, and the same thing with Yachty, and this is what you preach, and we've had guys that do this, but when they do it, that's why you're champions. They don't go out there trying to get numbers so they can take them to arbitration or, or negotiate a contract. They're just trying to play the game and do what it takes, whether it's make a play or get a base hit or hit, or go hit a long ball. And the thing about Albert, well, you know, we all love the, the high average hitter who hits home runs and also produces runs. You know, nowadays you think if you hit 20 home runs but you hit 220 that you're a good hitter. You know, that's 20 hits. It, it really stinks. But Albert plays and so does Johnny. They play the game to win. And their stats later on are, are whatever they try to be. Finally, I'll say two things about it in that same regard. Any young guy that came in, all the 11 years were together, and always would settle up to to, uh, to to Albert to, you know, kind of watch what he does and, and, and look for tips. And Albert was very outgoing, always welcoming. But he always told me, if you want to work, I mean, I'm there at 730, 
and, and you know, and, and some, rarely did they want to work as hard as he did. And lastly, Albert could be 0 for 4, and he's on the top step cherry. He never, ever got off of the team. His team comes first. And with that said, one more thing about Albert is that I believe him wholeheartedly, and you, of course, when you talk about the stats and the numbers. He said, I don't play this game for numbers. But that said, when he hit 700, what were you thinking yep. and feeling as he went around the bases? I was just you know, so impressed because when you start chasing a number, you know, when he, when, you know as soon as he got to, in the 690, 693, you know, you can get so distracted. You know, you try to get 100 RBIs, try to hit 300. You get so distracted about trying to force that number that you forget you got to constantly just trade on just taking your at bat, and and he just ripped right through it, you know. And it's because he has this amazing ability to not be distracted and just play the game, try to look for a good pitch to hit, put a good swing on it. And that's, that was my comment afterwards. You know, he's been so clutch throughout his career, and in this moment, you know, he had a chance to be historic. And sure enough, he came through right away with two two bombs. And not only did I think they drove in five runs, the first five runs of the game. That's that's Albert playing the game, not getting distracted by anything historic or something that might make him some money. He's just a great clutch. And that's why right now, you know, uh, I think we got they got four games to go. I, I hope they play him enough to where he can get four RBIs and and, and, uh, and get that second spot. Always on top of it, Tony LaRusa. It's 10:45. The gates just opened here at Bush Stadium to see this final regular season home game for Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina. Not to mention Adam Wainwright is the starting pitcher, and we could not properly pay tribute to those players without Tony LaRusa on KMOX. Thank you so much for doing this, Tony. All right, Tim. Well, I wish I was there, and the fans are going to be there in person. Uh, they're in for a treat, and I know they're going to give them the reception that they deserve. So, thank you, Tom. They will, and we'll be thinking of you for sure. Thanks so much. There is there's the skipper, Tony LaRusso, with us on KMOX, the Hall of Famer. We will take a quick break. We come back and wrap up this hour of Sports on a Sunday Morning from the Seafull Sports Studio. We have some good stuff to bring you as we continue to follow this historic day in St. Louis. Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols honored at Bush Stadium. Back after this. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. There were lines back to the World Series trophy in Ballpark Village, say one of our tweeters um, looking on Twitter of the video that I posted at 926 a.m. of lines going into Bush Stadium. Gates are open now, so that should start to be relieved as you make your way into the ballpark here on this historic day. Not sure that I've ever heard ticket demand as high as it's been, especially on the secondary market for a baseball game. The Cardinals have already clinched. The uh, Albert Pools has already taken down 700 and is at 701. Well, you know the reason why. It's Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols' retirement ceremony. They're both 
leaving this game at the end of the season. This will be the last chance for many people to see them in person as this is the last home regular season game for the Cardinals. Then they begin the playoffs this weekend, next weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, against either the Phillies, Brewers, or possibly outside chance that the Padres could fall back to them. But right now it would be the Phillies with the Brewers a game behind them. Ollie Marmel joined us at 10.15. You can go back to the Odyssey app to listen, but our producer James O'Sullivan will be posting that at KMOX.com, as well as the interview. Boy, was he good. Tony LaRusso, the Hall of Famer, joining us last segment live here on KMOX. Right now, in our final moments this hour, I want to go and listen to the last time that Yachty and Albert were together in the postseason. And actually, take a step back and go even further back to one of the times that they were successful all the way through in the postseason. They played together in the 2004 season, as a matter of fact. Yachty was technically the backup to Mike Matheny, but at the end of that season, it was pretty common knowledge that Yachty was going to be the heir apparent, that Matheny was going to be let go to free agency, and that Yachty would take over beginning in 2005. The Cardinals had a terrific run in 05 with Yachty as the starting catcher, but they ultimately did not win the prize. They fell to the Houston Astros here at Bush Stadium, Bush Stadium 2, the final game ever here uh, in Game 6. And that was the series, of course, where Pujols blasted the home run off Brad Lidge. Cardinals fell short. They did not wallow, though. They picked themselves back up, and in 2006, they made the postseason late in the year and then erupted in the postseason. They beat the Padres in the division series. In the championship series, they took the mighty New York Mets all the way to Game 7. Here's the call. It's a 1-1 ball game in the top of the ninth. Joe Buck on Fox. Molina one for three. Coming into this game, a 351 career hitter on the road during the postseason. Hitting seventh tonight. He hits it in the air to left field. Back is Chavez. At the wall, this ball is gone. Two-run home run, Yadier Molina. And St. Louis takes a 3-1 ninth inning game seven lead. Yes, they did, and they went on to win the World Series that year. Of course, in that next half inning, Molina was behind the plate. He caught the famous curveball from Adam Wainwright that froze Carlos Beltran, and the Cardinals were National League champions, and they would go on to win the World Series in 2006. Fast forward to 2011, because there was a period of time, 07-8, the Cardinals were not in the postseason. 09, they were swept by the Dodgers. They didn't win a postseason game. In 10, they had a rough year, but in 11... Tony La Russa and his club did make the playoffs miraculously. Ten and a half games out in August. They stormed the month of September, and they made it on the last day when the Braves collapsed and the Cardinals snuck in. They won their division series, winning out of the gate in 2011. And this is one of my favorite Yachty interviews. This is Mike Claiborne in the Victorious Clubhouse. Now we'll send it down to uh, Mike Claiborne in the uh, clubhouse. Take right. it away, Michael. Mike, thank you very much. Yadier Molina, first of all, congratulations on the big win. Chris Carpenter, outstanding game tonight. You and him appear to be just playing catch this evening. Yeah, they did a great job. I mean, uh, it was an important, important game for us to win it. Um, every time you need that win, you want him in the mouth. So he did a great job tonight. Talk a little bit about the big steal that Chase Utley attempted. You were able to throw him out. One of the turning points in tonight's game. Well, 
I was ready for it. I, mean, I know the hell is aggressive in the in the in the in the bases. Uh, I was I was I was ready for it. Um, he gave me the uh, car gave me good time at the play. Um, I got the good release point. Um, I let it go. You've been with a number of good teams so far. This is a team that continues to fight back. Just another chapter in what seems to be an unbelievable season for the Cardinals. Yeah. I, we battle. We got a bunch of group, of, a bunch of guys who can, who can play this game. Um, don't quit. I mean, that's that's the main thing. If you quit, you can be here. Um, and right now, we don't quit. Go and celebrate, sir. Thank you. I love that. I love it. And if you remember, it's the Roy Halladay Chris Carpenter matchup. Carpenter goes the distance, and he is acknowledged as one of the great performers in Cardinals history. Big game performers. Behind the plate was Yadier Molina, a masterful performance by those two, Carpenter and Molina, in one of the greatest wins in Cardinals history. They would win that division series in five games right there in Philadelphia. The NLCS, they beat the Milwaukee Brewers. I'd like to ask our producers to advance for a final highlight. This is 2011. Now remember, Yadi has a chance to help this team, and Carpenter pitched on three days rest. But Yachty didn't just do his work behind the plate. He did it at the plate. And after the historic Game 6, the David Freeze triple and home run, the Cardinals had to win another game in Game 7. And with the Redbirds up by three, Yachty dropped the hammer. From the set, the pitch. Molina singles up the middle. Here's Berkman coming around third. Hamilton with the throw home, and it goes off Young's glove. Berkman scores the Cardinals' sixth run of the game, and the Redbirds lead by four in the seventh inning. And the Cardinals would win with that run total. They would win the World Series. They beat the Texas Rangers. The Rangers could never recover from that hit. He had a two-run double in Game 3 in the World Series. Yadier Molina, time after time, clutch hits to propel this team to greatness. And today, he will be recognized for that and much more here at the ballpark. I'm Tom Ackerman. This is Sports on a Sunday Morning on KMOX. When we come back next hour, one of the greatest to ever play this game will join us live. Hall of Famer Ozzie Smith after the 11 o'clock news. We're at Bush Stadium in downtown St. Louis Back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 